What's up, guys, and welcome to the We Believe Golden State Warriors Basketball Podcast, the Sports Ethos presentation. I'm your host, Sam Orlick. Hey, listeners, please take a moment to follow at EthosFantasyBK on Twitter, the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on Earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis, too. Again, that's at EthosFantasyBK on Twitter. What's up, guys? We are here on Friday, March 25th. We're going to be breaking down the incredible upset over the Miami Heat and a look ahead to the game tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. A lot of stuff to dig into. Some really great play out of Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga. And so let's get right into it. So Warriors played at Miami March 23rd. This was a Tuesday. And no Steph Curry, no Klay Thompson, no Draymond Green, no James Wiseman, no Andre Iguodala, and no Otto Porter Jr. Um, Just a quick recap to take a step back on the injury tracker. I actually forgot I didn't hit on this on the last show, but since we had last talked about James Wiseman and his return to the Golden State Warriors, unfortunately, during his ramp-up process, he experienced a setback and now at this point has no set timetable to return reading between the lines this likely means that james wiseman will not play for the warriors this season um huge blow big disappointment continues to be an incredibly challenging perplexing asset for the warriors on the one hand you have this incredible number two pick with this potential uh unlimited ceiling as far as comparisons of go you know steve kerr threw out david robinson but um as far as what we've actually seen on the court and in a golden state warriors uniform the product has been quite mixed um he's definitely shown to be a really big body with great athleticism but a lot of the basketball skills um Basically, think of all the things that Kevon Looney does, all the intangibles, setting screens, getting rebounds, positioning, catching the ball, being able to switch and move your feet without fouling, Um, all of this stuff. He's kind of the opposite of Kevon Looney at this point. So um, just this is really hard. Not really much you can do here for the Golden State Warriors. Um, We'll see what happens in the offseason, but you'd love for this kid to actually get to play some NBA games, to actually build some confidence, get some repetitions. Um, There was a lot of enthusiasm or optimism about what James Wiseman could do this season. Obviously, that's really been a wash, so back to the drawing board. Anyways, back on topic here, Warriors basically resting all of their stars and veterans, um would roll out a starting lineup of Poole, Moody, Wiggins, um, Kaminga, and Looney. Um, For the Miami Heat, no Tyler Hero. Uh, Tied 50-50 at halftime. This was pretty much back and forth. Coming into halftime, you had three double-figure scorers for the Warriors, Poole, Kaminga, and Damian Lee. Um, 
And then the Warriors just went gangbusters coming into the third quarter, as we've seen them do all season. They go on a 19-0 run to open the third quarter and just really blow a lid open on the game. Um, As expected, Miami would fight back. They would actually go on a 19-6 run to close the gap in um, an 81-80 lead entering the fourth quarter. Um, And then even uh, took an early three-point lead in the fourth quarter. But Kaminga responded with some back-to-back layups, put the Warriors back up ahead, and they would really lead. Not really. They would maintain the lead throughout the rest of the fourth quarter and ultimately come up with the big win 118 to 104 uh warriors are now just 7 and 12 in their last 19 games and you know this wasn't a bad game by miami far from it uh miami's big three each scored over 20 points that is jimmy butler kyle lowry and bam Adebayo. other interesting things that played out in this game Jonathan Kaminga would foul out in the fourth quarter, which was huge. Kaminga seemed like he was just absolutely unstoppable. Uh, This kid ended up with a plus 26 um, as far as plus minus rating goes. He was absolutely insane, obviously playing in that um, stretch where the Warriors went 19-0 in the third quarter, contributed to that high plus minus. But still, um, this was a classic example of how the Warriors should be getting easy buckets with Steph Curry or in this case Jordan Poole on the floor um, operating in this basically must blitz type of role. Uh, What I mean by that is um, Jordan Poole is now on this incredible stretch scoring 20 points over 20 points per game in his last 11. Um, In fact In Jordan Poole's last 10 games, he's averaging 35 minutes, 26 points, 5 threes, 5 assists, a steal, shooting 54% from the field on 17 attempts, and 87% from the line. Um, Those numbers are rounded up just a little bit. So, uh, in this game, Jordan Poole had 30 points and 9 assists. The 9 assists were a career high. So, Miami Heat knows all the stars are resting for the Warriors. Jordan Poole is the guy to focus on. So they consistently blitzed Poole with two defenders. That left a mismatch or an advantage, um, assuming Poole could get the ball out of his hands to an open man. And more times than not, that open man was Jonathan Kaminga, who just went right to the hoop for an easy layup. And so this is really what we have kind of expected the Warriors offense to be throughout most of the season, but we never had that role man or that um, outlet who could really make the defense pay for double teaming uh, the Steph Curry, or or in this case, again, it was Jordan Poole. So Jonathan Kaminga, absolutely huge, great game, really just kind of solidifying how important of a piece this kid's going to be for this franchise. Um, Other Warriors who were successful in this game, uh, again, 22 points for Kaminga, 22 for Wiggins, and 22 for Lee. Damian Lee, probably best game of the season, 9 of 9 from the free throw line, just hitting timely buckets the entire night. Lee was basically, Lee and Looney were the vets um, uh, in this game. So, you know, Miami would respond, and Damian Lee would come right back with an answer of his own. And he just really gave Miami no chance to get back into this game. Um, 
and, and just really impressed with Damian Lee's play. I mean, this is the Damian Lee we saw last season. This is the Damian Lee we saw through the first uh, handful of games to open the season. Um, this is the kid that we all, yeah, not really a kid. He's like 27, but this is the guy that we all really enjoyed and appreciated having on the bench as kind of like a fringe end of the rotation player, guy who can step up when called upon, hit big shots, uh, whether it's from three, attacking the rim, getting fouled, finishing at the rim, uh, whatever. So Damian Lee, really big game for him. Kavon Looney, 16 rebounds. Of course, this was a great game from Kavon Looney. Uh, I had mentioned in the last show that Looney had kind of been trending down a little bit in those last few games. I think that was kind of more due to rest. And, um, you know, you could see him come out with more intensity and intentionality as far as expecting and understanding what he needs to do in order to give the Warriors a chance to win tonight. Uh, Andrew Wiggins was very aggressive in the fourth quarter. This was a really great sign. Um, he And more importantly, he went three of three from the foul line. Love that. And then just an aside, uh, Jonathan, uh, sorry, Juan Toscano-Anderson, only two minutes in this game. Uh, even when Kaminga fouled out. So yeah, you know, we've talked about this before. JTA, he is a great locker room guy. He's a great guy to have on the roster. I definitely don't want to see him go, but he is very much out of the rotation right now for the Warriors. Um, want to touch on Andrew Wiggins and his bounce back. So uh, there was a very key stretch where, you know, the Warriors built up this big lead. Miami took the lead back. It's the fourth quarter. The game's kind of hanging there. Warriors have the lead. Um, 107 to 100 after Bam Adebayo hits a mid-range jumper with a shade under two minutes left in the game. Andrew Wiggins then proceeds to score eight straight points in less than a minute. He gets an and one layup, hits his free throw. The next play down hits a three. And then the next play down gets fouled and makes both his free throws. Pushes the lead 115 to 100 with about 75 seconds left in the game. So this was very important stretch. Uh, it just really keys into what Andrew Wiggins can do, the importance he has to this team, him kind of stepping into this role and being more aggressive, realizing that the game is hanging there and somebody needs to step up and being that guy. So that was a really important stretch for Andrew Wiggins, um, a big bounce back for him, confidence builder for him. And again, this is Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo out on the floor for Miami. This isn't like a bunch of scrubs that don't know how to defend. This is Eric Spol this is Eric Spoltra's defense. You know, Miami is the number one team in the East. So this means something. This isn't just nothing that he just went up and scored a bunch of easy looks. Um, you know, not even close. So really impressed to see him put that together. Hey guys, so real quick, I just want to remind you that we have a brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos, Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night, score points when your props hit, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. 
Again, that code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com. So, um, wanted to talk a little bit about some team stats. Again, just highlighting how impressive this game was for a depleted Warriors team against a more or less fully healthy, locked-in Miami team, who, to be fair, did just come um, off of a tough loss to the Philadelphia Sixers, who really were doing more or less the same thing, resting Joel Embiid and James Harden, and still won. So uh, kind of interesting stretch for Miami to drop those two games against good teams, but those teams resting their stars and then not being able to execute even with their guys. Uh, I think that they'll get that sorted out. I'm not worried about Miami, nor are we really here to, to really focus on the Miami Heat, but I just wanted to call out that interesting point that Miami had just dropped a similar game uh, in one before. So team stats for the Warriors, 40 out of 77 field goals and 15 out of 36 from the three-point line. That comes out to about 52% from the field and 42% from three. 11 turnovers. And then, you know, I love me some free throws. 23 out of 29 for the Warriors versus 16 out of 21 for Miami. And then probably the most important stat here, out-rebounded Miami 45 to 34. I mean, come on. Kavon Looney or even Jonathan Kaminga are your biggest bigs against a Bam Adebayo, a Dwayne Dedman. Definitely not small a small front court for the Heat. And you out-rebound them by 11. This was just the Warriors being the hungrier team, being the more aggressive team. They wanted this win. They weren't going to come out and just say, well, we're resting our stars. You know, we're probably going to lose. Let's give it a shot. They came out hungry. These guys have confidence. The coaching staff has enabled them, uh, put th- putting them in the right spots, giving them the confidence to take the shots that are open, to run the team. And, you know, they responded in a big way. So a lot of credit goes out to these young warriors. Um, I think it really, it just really shows in what the warriors are building here as far as their very, very intriguing young valuable assets in Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga. Um, you know, Andrew Wiggins and Kevon Looney are only 26. Uh, and Moses Moody, who, uh, again, would start, played about 20 minutes, had kind of a rough night, but still, he's been very impressive on the season as a whole. Uh, Damian Lee, also kind of up there, 26, 27 range in age, so wouldn't really call him a young guy. But Definitely not at the tail end of his career. So for the Warriors, what does this mean? Um, I don't really know, right? You've got Clay Thompson struggling, trying to do what he's trying to do. Warriors losing a really bad game against the Orlando Magic with basically all their guys minus Curry, a game that they had no business losing. Um, I do believe I saw a stat that the Orlando Magic have, have actually been um, one of the best defensive teams at home since February. Um, but I don't care. Honestly, there just was no reason to lose to the Magic, to just not come out with the right intensity and be able to close the game, making stupid mistakes, um, not executing down the stretch, fouling a three-point shooter. Um, so just a lot of issues. Draymond Green getting ejected. Um 
And, you know, then you come out here in Miami to play the Heat, one of the best teams of the East, with expectations kind of low, you know, like, we'll see how it goes, but we're missing our guys. It's Miami Heat. And then just stomp them. I mean, this wasn't this wasn't a duel down to the last seconds of the game. Sure, seven-point game with two minutes left, but, I mean, 19-0 run to open the third against the Miami Heat. Um, you know, Jordan Poole scoring 30 and then three other Warriors scoring 20-plus. This was a team effort. This was not one guy on fire. This was not Jordan Poole scoring 50 points and nobody else doing anything. This wasn't a one-man show. This was... a team effort on both ends of the floor, taking care of rebounds, not committing stupid fouls, not turning the ball over, getting to the foul line, hitting threes. And it's not that there was this huge disparity in shots made or threes made or free throws. The Warriors just edged Miami ever so slightly in every category and came up with the hustle plays and proved that they wanted this game a lot more than the Heat. And so, again, just really promising to see these young guys perform so well. Uh, I have no idea what Steve Kerr does with all of this. Interestingly enough, um, Steve Kerr actually had a little bit of a quote today that, um, per Anthony Slater, Steve Kerr is going to continue experimenting with lineup combos um, throughout you know, the last 10-ish games of the season. Uh, Steve Kerr's quote is, with this team, roles are less clearly defined than any team I've ever had here. We have to continue to look at lineups that give us floor spacing and balance of youth and veterans. It's not going to be the Clay Thompson show. It's not going to be feed Clay 30 shots a game when everyone's healthy, or, or at least while everyone but Curry is healthy um, for this team. Jordan Poole needs the ball in his hands. Andrew Wiggins needs to be aggressive. Um, other guys can score off the bench. Jonathan Kaminga continues to do really incredible things. And so part of this is Clay Thompson reintegrating with the team, um, not having played basketball for two and a half years, wanting so badly to be that elite two-way player that he was when he went down with the injury and pressing a little bit. And and him doing that is really broken the flow of the Warriors and as Steve Kerr, I think it's been a balancing act as far as working with Clay, giving him the space and time to grow, to get his legs under him. But then also like coaching the team, like we need to execute, we need to win games, we need to run our sets, we need to give guys opportunities. And so at a certain point, I think now is kind of reaching the breaking point that this isn't going to be Clay dominates the offense every time when he's on the floor. Um, and Steve Kerr kind of said as much as that, that the ball needs to be in Jordan's hands right now with Steph Curry out. I think that fact is indisputable that Jordan Poole has deserved to have the ball in his hands at pretty much most of the time that he's on the floor. That doesn't mean he needs to be the one taking the shot. That doesn't mean that he needs to pound the ball and dribble 20 out of the 24 seconds on the shot clock, but Jordan Poole needs to be involved in the action and Clay Thompson needs to be off the ball and finishing plays. Um, and if we can try and take the best parts of that win in Miami and then add in the depth of Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Otto Porter Jr., uh, Andre Iguodala, who's actually questionable for the game tonight in Atlanta, it would be great to get him back, have some more veteran presence for this team. But the pieces need to come together. We have 
this um, dual bridge that the Warriors have been towing the whole season as far as develop youth, give um, Kaminga and Moody opportunities, give Jordan Poole opportunities, but then uh, reintegrate veterans, Clay Thompson returning from injury, Draymond Green returning from missing 30 games. Uh, Steph Curry has been, you know, playing kind of out of position to an extent without Draymond there and Curry playing more as point guard than he has off the ball. And so it's going to be a challenge for this coaching staff to really get like Clay Thompson to buy into this. I mean, it's hard. You really see in Clay's body language and attitude that he just so hard and so badly wants to be who he was. But that can't take away from what Kaminga, Poole, and Wiggins can all contribute on a nightly basis. Somehow, all of that needs to mesh together if this team wants to be who they want to be and have the type of postseason success that they expect and have a chance or um, you know, be able to win a championship, which Draymond has said outright, Warriors are going to win it. Well, if the Miami, the game in the Miami version of the Warriors shows up. Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. If you've got the team performing to that extent, and then you now add um, Thompson green, Iguodala and Otto Porter to that group, you're going to beat a lot of teams playing like that. Um, but as we've seen when Clay Thompson's in the starting lineup and getting 30 plus minutes, as he's been doing in the last few weeks and taking 20 plus shots and hitting inefficiently at at you know 30 to 40 percent shooting it takes a toll on everyone else and so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens here um when we look ahead at the warriors schedule they actually have three more back-to-backs remaining um so the warriors play friday which is today um at atlanta sunday monday uh, against washington and memphis and then April 2nd and 3rd against Utah and Sacramento, and then April 9th and 10th against San Antonio and New Orleans to close out the season, regular season. So what does all of that mean? Well, probably going to be resting Clay Thompson and Otto Porter Jr. um, almost certainly to be held out of one of each of those uh, three back-to-back sets. So more time and opportunity for the Miami Heat version of the Warriors, um, and also not as much time to get everything gelled together, because now you're only looking at, like, seven games where everyone's going to be there, minus Curry, instead of ten. All of that being said, I think the Warriors are in a very interesting place. I honestly don't really know what to expect for tonight's game in Atlanta. We've seen two completely polar opposite teams show up in the last few games. Um, all of that being said, the Warriors are still number three in the West for a team that has struggled mightily. Um, as we said again, uh, seven of 12 in their last 19 games. They're still three games ahead of Dallas and Utah, and they're still five games ahead of Denver. So there is plenty of time and opportunity to maintain their hold on third place. We've already talked about how it's not even the end of the world if they drop to four or five. It's more about are the Warriors healthy? Are they playing the right way? Are they executing? And are all the pieces coming together? And I would have said before seeing this game in Miami, no, that's not happening. Um, There's a lot of things to fix. There's a lot of glaring issues that need to be addressed. Um, 
And so now I think it's a little bit more clear what the issues that need to be fixed are. I think it's a little bit less indisputable for the coaching staff to approach said individual players and really have a look in the mirror as far as, hey, this is what's expected of you and this is what we need you to do if you want to win. I don't care if you had these assumptions or aspirations or or what or issues for yourself and what you want but this is what the team needs you to do uh and this is what we need you to do moving forward um you know clay thompson has always struck me as like a team first kind of guy that being said you got to give him a little bit of a break for having not played in so long and wanting it so bad but all of that being said he is a high character high character high class type of guy as are most of the players on the Golden State Warriors, if not all of them. And so I do have faith that he is more than capable of taking a step back from all of this, understanding what's going on with the team, understanding what his teammates are able to provide and take, get, release some of that pressure on himself. Don't feel like you have to take 30 shots. Don't feel like you have to take the last shot in the game. You've got Poole, you've got Wiggins, you've got other guys who can step up. Trust in your teammates trust in yourself trust in the process so yeah it's gonna be really interesting again key stretch of the season and uh, we got the atlanta heat tonight it's gonna be a game by game basis as far as how how we see this all shapes out like i said kind of panic mode after that really bad loss in orlando and then now after miami you kind of shrug and you're like well Oh heck, we look at we look pretty good actually without Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. So again, I don't really know what to expect. I'd like to hope that we can figure out how to make it all work with everyone together. Um, but so far we've yet to really do that consistently. So, guys, quickly, before we sign off, we also want to remind you all to use coo Coupon code HoopBall20 at Manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping, and also to check out our pals at MyBookie.ag. Use code HoopBall on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. Kind of a short pod today, but once again, thank you for tuning in. This has been uh, We Believe Golden State Warriors Basketball Podcast, a sports ethos presentation. Please give me a follow on Twitter if you haven't yet, at SDOrlick. And please subscribe, rate, and review the show. Let's go, Dubs. Hopefully we can keep the uh, win streak going along.